Welcome to The Matt Haycock Show, a podcast about business, money and life. Matt has been making money and making mistakes for over 20 years. And in this podcast, he shares his thoughts and stories so you can improve your business, finances and life whilst hopefully avoiding the mistakes he and others have made along the way. Listen in and level up. Cancel your standing order if that's what you're on. Cancel your direct debit or just don't pay it. And they're going to recalculate from July onwards. Hey guys, it's Matt Haycox here and we're here for part four of my Corona Compendium special of podcasts. Uh, We've talked with a virus expert, we've talked with um, a businessman who's been based in China, we've talked with a journalist about pandemic pandemonium and what we can learn from the impact, uh, sorry, what we can learn from the aftermath of the 1918 Spanish flu. And today I've got a friend of mine with me, Paul Cheatham, who is an accountant and an entrepreneur and a businessman. I've actually been trying to get Paul on the podcast for a while and we've never been able to make our diaries meet uh, because, you know, Paul's got a fantastic story um, that I think anyone in any sector can can learn from, you know, whether you're a business owner, whether you're a wannabe entrepreneur uh, or whether you just want to to take some of Paul's, I guess, great strategies and great outlook in life. But today I want to speak specifically with him about corona-related uh, corona issues, the impact on business, uh, and uh, you know, what, what, what we can do to, to protect ourselves and even to potentially thrive and prosper because you know, what we all have to appreciate is we are gonna come out of this. Uh, you know, whether it's one month, three months, or 12, 12 months, you know, we are coming out of the other end of this as we do from every crisis, uh, you know, f- f- from every recession. Uh, you know, the only question is how are we all going to fare when we do come out? So. Paul, thanks a lot for being no here. No worries. Uh, and, and, and also, guys, we're, we're, we're doing this live on Instagram as well, which is the first time we've done this. So if it looks a bit disjointed, it's just because I want to keep the guys at home uh, involved in this and get some live questions and, uh, and, and more live feedback. So, Paul. Thanks for having me in. Thanks for, well, thanks for having me. We're, we're in your office, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Listen, I mean, let's, uh, I guess let's jump in, jump in at the deep end, um, uh, you know, uh, con- to put this into context, we're filming this on Monday the 23rd of, Jan- of March, which is, what, two, two and a half working days after the hospitality industry, industry has been shut down and probably a, you know, a, a week into to isolation and, and to, you know, to, the re- to the real impacts on business. But one of the things we've been talking about off camera is that you know I and you you know really don't believe that the full impacts of this of anywhere even near to starting you know uh, I mean one thing I've been saying a lot to people lately is that uh, you know the the UK SME has been has been stood on a on a knife edge you know for the last two three four five years uh, and you know I mean you said earlier that uh, you know availability of capital has been masking uh, has, has been masking business problems and you know basically been been a plaster to uh, uh, you know, to crap businesses yeah. out there, really. And, you know, and I've said as a lender that, you know, when we look at, you know, business accounts, business bank statements, you know, we can see that these businesses aren't making any money. They're not producing any cash. Uh, and, they, and they've got no, you know, they've got no wool on the back to suffer. You know, and for me, that's what's happened now. You know, they, they, they've been waiting, all these businesses have been waiting for a kick, a kick that's going to send them over the edge. Um, and that kick of Corona hasn't even really started. You know, what these businesses have had is two weeks or three weeks of lack of income. And what, what we have proven is that with two or three weeks of lack of income, these businesses have got no, have got no mechanism to cope. Yeah. 
and for me, that's where we're at. You know, the, the, the real impact of, of the of the economics of Corona haven't even begin to you know begin to happen. Um, so um, so yeah, fire well, away. We're just saying before, won't we? It's um, every fifteen or sixteen years you have that curvature where you have you know since World War. If you look since World War Two, and you actually look at house prices, you get quite clear bells every fifteen, sixteen years. You have a huge increase. Then it then it then you have a drop. Then it tails off tails off for years and then you have a huge increase and that's how it works so I've, I've looked at this over years and I thought the tough part about being in businesses you probably in because they're about 15 16 years from the age of 30 to the age of 60 you only ever get two and the first one you probably don't learn lessons from so like when in in 2007 up until the crash in 2008 you had the boom you had 2008 probably crashed to 2011 and then it starts, levels out for a bit, and then it starts picking up again 2015, 2016, say. That's what we've just had. What you'd ordinarily get from 2015, 2016 is a peak, 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 peak. And like 2020 now, we probably should be at the boom of our peak, which if you're a decent business, gives you a lot of wool on or gives you the opportunity to create some wool on your back, like you've just said before. Problem we've had. In, in, and it's never been as bad since 1944 in terms of all the things that could get in the way when you're getting a bit of momentum. We've had a Brexit, or we've had at least a vote on a Brexit, and then we've had a Brexit. Um, in between that, you've had political in, in, in instability or instability. I think we've had three general elections in four years. So you've had constant general elections, constant um, uh, things hanging over you to do with Brexit and how that's going to affect it. And as a result, there's a lot of businesses out there that have not been able to gather that wool on the back that somebody might going into a crash because you've usually had a really phenomenal boom and then the crash. What we've had is starting to get off, oh, we're going to have a Brexit referendum. Oh, we're going right, to have to have a general election. Theresa May's left. Boris, some, something has happened every year. And as we talked about earlier, people like yourselves who fund businesses, there's plenty of you peer-to-peer -peer lending, all these kind of people have come in in the last four or five years and they've been a blessing because the banks have still not been that open for business, if you ask me. But actually, it didn't matter anymore. Back in the day, you just the only place you could go to is your bank for money. And if they didn't give it to you, you fucked. Now you're able to go to another 400 alternative providers of, fun, of funding. And that's allowed us in periods of, of this instability where we haven't been able to get as much wool on our backs as what we ordinarily might, there's been that access to cash. Now, though, what you're going to see, obviously, is you were talking about a little push before, a two or three-week push. This is way beyond that, isn't it? This is like, even if you're really in the, the most sound financial position, your financial structure is going to be tested. So we'll see what happens. So let's, I mean, let's talk, uh, I guess, hard, tangible strategies. I mean, as, as a, you know, not just an accountant, but a, a, a business owner and an investor in businesses yourself, I mean, you know, what, what kind of strategies have you, have you been looking to implement, uh, I guess, as a business and also personally, you know, from, from a, a cash conservation perspective? Yeah. First, I mean, the first thing is, is there's no one answer to this. There's plenty of things at the moment. Um, there's no one. There's there's no one thing that you can do right now to save your business. That's that's a hundred percent. At the moment, there's maybe ten, twelve different things that you can do, and you're going to have to do to kind of create a strategy, a collaboration of things that are going to get you through this. So the first thing that I did, I'll be honest with you, the first thing that anybody should do is look at the business and see what fat they've got in the business and get rid of it. 
You know, in good times we all carry fat, in bad times we don't. Simple as that. So the first thing you can do is get rid of any bits of fat in your business that you don't need. The second thing is your personal burn rate. One thing we do know today is um, subject to it being processed, and that's going to be the problem with most of the things we're going to discuss today, but subject to it being processed, you can get your own personal three-month holiday break from your mortgage. And right now, if you can take less money out of your business, do it. Simple as that. I guess, I guess the one benefit now is we've got nothing to spend money on. There you go. I was thinking that. I was thinking that. I was thinking how much do we actually need to take if we've got enough to do for the next eight weeks and it's substantially less. So, so get your own burn rate right and that's a, the, that the first thing you can do. And, but that applies to business and, and personal as well. Get your personal burn rate right and get, and get, and get your business 100%. Burn rate. And they just dropped the mortgage rates to 0.1%. So the mortgage is out there. I mean, they're already fantastic rates in comparison to history. But check your mortgage. See if there's something you can do about that. Get that burn rate down. That's the first thing. Within your business, business rates. So business rates, they've come out with two grants. Um, they've come out with a £25,000 grant for all businesses, and I think the marketable value is between 15 and 50,000, the rateable value. You get up to 25 grand in a cash grant. As of today, the portal in order to do that is, doesn't exist. I'm hoping that's gonna be up this week, and that's done through your local authority. So that's not a government or HMRC thing. That is, if you're in Stockport, you go to Stockport. If you're in whatever, if you're in Leeds, you go to Leeds, Metropolitan Authority, local authority. So. The next thing you to do is get yourself on that portal if you're in those pubs, clubs, hospitality, leisure industries. Um, if you're a sole trader and you don't, or if you're a business and you don't pay business rates, there's up to 10 grand available. Again, portal should go live this week. So there are two, two other things that you can do. Um, your business rates, I think everybody's allowed a holiday period now. So the, we're in March, it should be coming out in April. So you're allowed, they're going to April, May and June. You don't have to pay it. I don't know if you cancel your standing order if that's what you're on, cancel your direct debit, or just don't pay it. And they're gonna recalculate from July onwards. So that's another thing that as of now, we know you can do. We also know you don't pay your July self-assessment. So all personal taxpayers, um, you, you would, we would normally have our, our mid-year assessment in July, you don't need to pay it, simple as that. You're gonna pay double in Jan though, so you're not getting away with it, you're gonna pay double. And if you've got a VAT return that falls due between the 20th of March and the end of June, the government doesn't expect you to pay that either yet. You've got to pay it at the end of December. I mean, I think as well, just interrupting there, I mean, that's, that is something that people very much need to get their heads around as well, that this is, this is not, you know, this is assistance, this is not a gift, you know, th th this, this is a loan, this is a deferment, you know, you are actually going to ultimately have to get your business back on track and do, do the job that an entrepreneur or, or a businessman should do, and, you know, I guess that this is the, the assistance you're going to get to fight, you know, to fight through this mess. It's not, it's not a charity, it's not a charity, it's not, it's not a donation, you know, as business owners, we still actually have to, have to do do some work and take some risk and, and find a way to get out of it 100% I mean it, I'll come back to Friday there's one more thing that we know about at the moment and they have this coronavirus interruption scheme a uh, uh, loan scheme and it, and the, the reality of it is is that's loans from up to three from three grand up to five million quid but I'll be honest with you we said this before it could have been five trillion mm. because the top and bottom of it is we've been getting small firms loan guarantee scheme then EFG for years for our clients. They take 12 weeks in a good 
in a good in a good period. So now I just can't see how that is even an option. But as well, to be clear, they take 12 weeks in a good period for a good business <laughs> that, that they actually want to make the loan to. That knows where it's going. Yeah. And it's personally guaranteed in full by the owner or director. So, you know, the, all the risk here is not being taken by the government, it's being taken by the, the, the owner. Just on, on that, do, do we know, because I, I know on this up to five million, um, it's uh, a 20% contribution from the business owner, but are we, are, is the business owner expected to personally guarantee the full amount? 100%. Okay. So 100%, if you don't pay, or if I had to get this loan and don't pay it, then they will, um, the government will pay it on my behalf, but it doesn't help me, does it? Okay, so, so, so I guess for, for the guys watching, just to be clear, to, you can borrow 80% of what you need to borrow, so you'll have to make a 20% collateral contribution yourself if you like. No, but, you can you borrow it all. If you get a million pound loan, you get a million pound loan. But what will happen is, I will, if it goes... Oh, I thought they were lending up to 80% uh, up to eighty of the need. No, they, they will borrow. Right. So, no, they borrow you, on the loan scheme, they give you a million pound if you need it, or 100 grand if you need it, but if the company if goes down and we don't get through this, I will have to personally guarantee the whole 100% of it. Only then, after my guarantee, do the government guarantee it. So, but, but they're the things that we know about today that are definitives. And then we talk about Friday. Let's go back to Friday now, because it was obviously a huge announcement. For me, the biggest thing I got out of Friday was, um, was kind of a positive message. I thought the chance has been brilliant in this and we needed some leadership. That's the first part. The positive is important right now because I think what's more, what's we're more in danger of, of of destroying everything we have right now from a business perspective, is fear, anxiety, overreaction, irrational thinking, and all these kind of things. And I thought it was a positive message that went out. If you look at what what they said, they was going to give 80 percent of um, they're going to pay eighty percent of the salaries of furloughed staff yet to be defined, but we think furloughed staff means if you can't come into work and you go home and you can't work from home, you have to be identified as furloughed and then the government will pay 80% of your salary up to two and a half grand a month. Which is great if you're in the hospitality industry, for example, or if you're Timpsons who closed yep. yesterday, because he can basically go, Two and a half thousand stores, whatever, 10,000 staff, all my staff are effectively going to get 80% of the pay because they're at home and they can't cut keys. Yep. Fantastic for him. It doesn't work for all of us. So for a start, I look at it and go, well, what about me? I've got a financial advisory business here, 100 and odd staff, three, 400,000 pound a month wage bill. Actually, I want to keep everybody ticking along. They might only be doing 20, 30, 40, 50, 60% output, but it's better they do that than nothing. So I think I've got a choice to make. Do I furlough all my staff? But if I do that, by the way, I lose all my clients. Or do I gamble that I don't furlough my staff, I try and get output and activity up to a certain, as much as I physically possibly can. I note that overcompensates for the lack of reliefs that I'm going to get. And that's a big question. It's, it's as a director, what do you get? You own your own business, Matt. What do you get? What's your 80%? Usually a director would get a probably 20 grand a year basic and then pay themselves a dividend if they've got profits. So that would mean under that circumstance, um, if you're a director, you won't get paid um, that much. You'll get 80% of effectively your personal allowance. So it doesn't work for directors. Um, it might not work in some instances in industries, 
for sure. Um, I think you have to be employed by the middle of Feb. So I had a call this morning from a client saying, I'm going to put everybody on page you earn, all my consultants. Well, don't be doing that because I think it's going to come out in the definition this week, which we haven't had yet, that um, you needed to, needed to have been employed in mid-Feb. And I wonder what happens to all the poor people that have already been made redundant. And what about all the people that in the main have had their hours tailored down? Which, what 80% do you get of that? Are your tailored down hours or your old hours? And if you've been made redundant and people now want to take people back, how does that work? Loads of questions about it. And the relative is we aren't going to solve it today because the, the actual legislation probably won't come out till mid-March. Final part to say on that is you don't get it in March anyway, of course. It's done through the pay-as-you-earn system at the end of April. So you should effectively get a grant. So this isn't a loan. This is cash back March and April in your April salaries, which means if you're a business owner, you've got a front uh, match. Yeah. So that's that. The other thing that massive tonight, and I'm hoping he comes out with it tonight, is the access to cash. Um, we've talked in the main about most things you can get. One of the things it didn't solve, of course, on Friday is um, self-employed, 4 million self-employed people out there wondering what the hell's going on. I'm saying I'm not too... Uh, not too worried about that because the way he seems to do things at the moment is he goes out with some uh, le some legislation change or policy and says we're going to shut hospitality and then he says how we're going to help um, the, the economic fallout of that. I'm guessing what he's thinking today is most people can go on a building site or go and do their, their, um, their, their, their self-employment today and I guess by the end of this week that's going to be over too. So I would have thought is now preparing for when he comes out with self-employed people, you no longer can go to work. He's going to have to come out with, here's the assistance. And I can only think it's going to mirror employment. And that would mean you take your last year's tax return, apportion that for April or March, April, May, because I think he said it was for three months for the pay as you earn scheme. And effectively, whatever your net profit will be, you'll be able to get up to two and a half grand a month you'll be able to get a monthly payout. Again, I guess is what he's going to do. If he doesn't, we're in bigger trouble because there's four or five million of them. So that's where we kind of are from Friday. And then the final thing I think to add to it is tonight's a big day for me because it's the access to cash day. This is the £330 billion funding package that he's put together for businesses to borrow again. And um, it's got to be access to cash. If this is an extension of using the banking facility as it exists, or so the banking systems, as you know better than me, that how the banking systems are. I mean, I've been looking to buy a business for the last four or five months, and I've been waiting for my bank to come up with the offer for four or five months, and that is in a normal time, backed against what strong results. You know, it doesn't move that quickly, our banking system, that's for sure. So access to cash has to be that. Hopefully we find out tonight. If you ask me, what does it have to be? You've got to post your accounts up to a portal, done through the Bank of England, not through all these individual um, individual different banks, which all have different outlooks and different bank managers that have different outlooks within banks with different outlooks. Um, we've got to do it where you go online, it's a bit like a mortgage, if you ask me. Immediately you get accepted or not, you get a credit rating of how much you can get, and it's out in the market in, I think, five to ten working days is the most we can put up with, Matt. Mm. 
I think one one thing I wanted to mention when we talked about the the uh, the furloughing uh, and we talked about it off camera as well, uh, which was about um, I guess people's general general attitudes to to paying suppliers. Uh, and and I guess you know keep keeping the wheels moving and obviously there's you know there's a whole load of uh, social media whether it's um, outcries or begging or whatever for you know for for, for staying away and and, and self isolating etc. I think what people also need to need to realise is that's not the only way they that, that um, we need to be helping each other here and that uh, you know as much as at the beginning of this we talked about you need to cut your personal burn rate down you need to cut your business burn rate down you also need to be making payments where, where, where possible and you know again i mentioned this in the context of the furloughing because I've heard quite a few business owners almost thinking, "Oh, great! I can send all these staff home," as if it's a, a solution to a, to a to a business problem that they've got, not a corona issue, but the you know, the fact that they've got staff that uh, that all almost need to uh, all, almost need to be put at home because because they can't afford to pay them anyway. And like you were saying, you could, in theory, furlough all your staff, but then how 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 are your customers going to get the, get their accounts done? Uh, you know, what's going to happen when we come out of it? And it's just, you know, it's the same as we we're saying with suppliers that you know if we sit hoard it hoard our cash and not paying anyone then, then, then ultimately all the wheels are going to uh, are going to grind to a halt anyway you know look, we need to we need to be more selective we need to be more careful you know look, we're all going to have our own moral views on who should we pay should you know should we pay the one-man band who will probably be paying him ahead of paying British Telecom or Sky TV or whatever it is you know depending which which business you're in but we have to keep paying something upstream because you know, you you had a, you had a fantastic example earlier. Um and we were talking about somebody's advice that now pay nothing at all other than um, other than the net wages, yeah. and we were obviously talking about what a bad idea that was because after this month, when when all you've done is pay your net wages and pay nobody else, how the fuck's anyone else going to pay their <laughs> pay their wages? You know, the, the following month. Yeah. So I think you know this isn't just about you know all sticking together to self isolate. This is all all sticking together to how do we keep the economic wheels moving as well. 100%. I mean, we're going to learn a lot about people, aren't we, over the next... Um, we're going to learn a lot about people over the next few months. And, and I've got a feeling we're not going to learn it from a positive perspective. It was only fucking three weeks ago everybody was saying to Caroline, you know, after Caroline Flack, be nice to people. Two weeks later, we're ransacking shelves so that our elderly people... I was in the supermarket yesterday and there was an 80-year-old guy... You know, he had his walking stick. He was he was behind me. You know, getting in there. What it must have took him, fucking half an hour to to walk hundred yards to get in. And when he got there, there's nothing in, nothing in. And so we're really going to learn what society is about in general. And then you look at the business society within that. I said I was saying to you off camera before. I had um, my payment run came through on Thursday, and my first thing gut feeling was why pay anyone. That was my first thought. And then I went through them all and I just thought, you've got to do your bit. You've got to do your bit. If I don't pay anyone, I can't expect anyone to pay me. So if I don't pay anyone and nobody pays me, you know, my income of 700, 800 grand a month as a, as a business, which is, which is where we're at, ceases. So next month, my 500 that I need to pay out or 600 or whatever that is, I'm knackered. And if I don't pay... 200 grand of it, I've still got to pay my wages. So before you know it, I'm minus 400 to, and we, you know, every single month. 
So I paid it, it hurt a bit more than it usually does. Well, it always hurts, right? But it hurts a bit, a bit more than it usually does. But it's no different than yesterday. I found a place where the, a local supermarket to me had just had a delivery of eggs, bread, milk. Fill your boots time. And I thought, hold on a minute. I can just get as many eggs, as much milk, da da da, put them in the freezer. You can't do that. This is not the time for us to be fucking selfishly, you know, filling our boots with it, not paying out money and using it as an, as an idea to even rip the rip. You know, if people can go at home to work and do work for your business, don't be trying to furlough them. Yeah. Fucking get them at home and drive them to work from home and keep the output of the economy. Well, well listen, I mean, I've, I've had these conversations with people lately, you know, where, where people are almost ex excited about, you know, the, the two and a half grand furlough or, or this grand or that grand. And, you know, my attitude to it, to it with them is, listen, okay, it's, any assistance is great, but... You know, if ultimately you're excited about a two and a half grand contribution to a problem, you're not a fucking businessman. You know, listen, what you need to be doing is how, not, not how do you save two and a half grand, but how do you drive 25 grand? How do you drive 250 grand? Because otherwise, otherwise we're all going to stay in this depression forever. 100%. And that's the way it is. So like you say, it's about doing the right thing now. It's doing, about doing the right thing in the supermarkets. It's about doing the right thing. It's like we came in when we said doing this today, it was like, you know, the, 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 it is now. You've got to keep a two-metre gap. So do you got to keep a two-metre fucking gap. There's no point going out. In, the, in fact, I'm looking in the park outside now and there's people there and they're not in a two-metre gap. And you think, just do our bit. Do our bit in the economy. Do our bit in business. Don't furlough people that shouldn't be furloughed. Don't be getting excited about saving money. You should be wondering how that member of staff that's costing you two and a half grand should be making you ten grand. And you know what? How can you be agile in the current scenario in order to maintain that? That's what I'm looking well, completely. at. Completely. I mean, two things. I did, I did a little Insta Live at breakfast yesterday, and the two, you know, two of the things I was talking about were, you know, a what what can you do as a business to, to adapt during these times? So you know, if if, if you if you're a restaurant, and okay, this doesn't apply to everybody because we know that big corporate structures just can't do it. But you know, if you are a local restaurant. To have shut down and to not be doing take not be doing takeaways or deliveries is a fucking crime. <laughs> I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. And 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 if there is ultimately nothing you can deliver apart from, uh, you're not going to maybe make money out of these. You're certainly not going to make profitability out of it. But again, you're keeping the wheels moving. You're getting some cash in. You're doing your bit. And more, I guess, from a marketing perspective, you're keeping your name out there yeah. for when you know, for when all this is good. And you know, and and if you can't do anything other than, I guess, you know, give, give hope and give content you know on online then do that because you know n n now is the time to be doing all the things that you've said you've never had time to do you know all, all the people that say i want to read that book but i've not had time to do it i'd love to start yeah. a podcast but i just haven't got time uh, you know or, or, or you know, i'd love to write a blog post well you're sat you know you're sat at home twiddling your thumbs you're sat in the office moaning that your customer your customers aren't ringing you or aren't paying you don't waste your time trying to get paid <laughs> because no, they're not going to pay you now. get home and 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 do some marketing create some content and and, and play plan where you're going to be in August, September, October, November, because the people, it's going to be a shit time for us all during it, but the people who treat it right whilst we're in it are the people that are going to come out the other end and ultimately thrive. I think the people who do the right things are going to happen. That's going to happen for people, isn't it? And that, and again, I, I don't, I, I don't see a difference between this work, life, business, pleasure. It's all the same to me. The top and bottom of it is, is I'm looking at it in the first thought is, fuck, what am I going to do at home with a wife and kids? That's the first part. Then you actually have to have a look at yourself in the mirror and go, life is supposed to be spending with your loved ones, not thinking, oh shit, what am I going to do now because I've got to be with a wife or the kids or the dog or the whatever. You know, it's like, just try and take this time to try and do things 
you you asked me before what I'm what what's my sort of philosophical outview on it, and and it is cautious optimism. It's um, cautious progression. It's you know today uh, and all every day this week we've got a, uh, as you know we were looking at doing Liverpool. We're still looking at doing Liverpool. We're still in back in two with the lawyers. We might delay it a month. We might delay it two months. As of now, we're still on with um, the SPAs and backing and tuning and moving it forward. We have a, a project on in uh, London, backing and tuning, and we're still going to go ahead with it. You've got to be careful. You just in business don't shrink yourself down to, you know, just sort of shrinking into a corner and taking the blows. You've got to be able to fucking. Well, like you say, you know, cautious optimism insofar as you know being cautious. You might not you might not sign that lease on the new premises tomorrow, but we know that but we know that this is going to blow over. Yeah. So 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 why would you completely mothball something uh, and 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 have, to, and have to start afresh? You know you know you're going to open Liverpool. You know you're going to do whatever you're going to do in in, in London, and it might be six months not six weeks yeah. but got to, you know, look, we've said this in multiple different examples like three four five times in this conversation yeah. you've got to keep the wheels moving whether it's in a personal perspective and yeah. a business perspective you know just you know keep that momentum and keep doing the right thing 100 percent. and i do think there's a time you know I, I, as, as sad as this time is now there is some readdressing of the world matt that needs to happen let's be honest you can see the bottom of the floor in the venice canals at the moment you know you can see above the fucking sky above whatever rio de janeiro or whatever now there is a bit of a readdressing of and even from my own personal perspective you know you get so driven sometimes with a hamster wheel like you're on it's like growth this more profit more staff da 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 sometimes you've got to take a rain, a rain check and take a step back and wonder what you're doing it all for. Here's a perfect opportunity to do it. The way I see everything is I have a task to achieve every day and I'm doing that now. I was doing it a month ago and I'm doing it now. We was off over the weekend and it's like my little and it's like, it's not very elegant this, but it was like, you know, we're going to get in fucking potty train. By the time this comes out, it's going to be potty train. That's what it is because now we're spending more time with him than we would if he was back in tool to school and the rest of it. And I think you've just got to keep moving, keep going, keep applying the same principles that you had um, and show some leadership. If you're a business leader now, you've just got, there's no point calling yourself a business leader if when it counts, you're going to start wilting, whinging and moaning. You won't find me whinging and moaning. I might, this, I said to you, this might bite me on the arse in four months time because I'm still progressing. I'm not whinging, I'm not moaning. I'm sad, I'm down sometimes, I wonder am I doing the right things constantly. You know, that worries probably more than it usually is. I'm questioning what I'm doing, but I'm sticking to what, I had, uh, what, what I'm setting out to do. Um, but at the same time, using a bit of time that I've got now, or, or, you know, a bit of time that I've got at home to kind of reassess and look myself in the mirror and see what I'm doing it all for anyway, which ultimately, you know, comes back to home. Well, listen, I know we don't know what the future holds, but I don't see how the strategy can ever buy if your strategy is to think you know to think positive to not moan and to try and move forward i don't see how that strategy can ever bite you in the ass true and uh, i guess i'm going to use this time to learn how not to piss on the seat now you've uh, <laughs> no, 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 now you've talked to me about potty training <laughs> there you go so it's going to be interesting mate i don't know how we're going to come out of it you know um i wish we was never in it but you've got to find the positives in every situation um and the best businesses are doing that the best leaders are doing that. The best mums and dads are doing that. The best people are doing that. It's about trying to make the best. And I'm open wrong, mate. And I hope that we come out of this with a more pragmatic view of life because I believe certain people or even society have, have lost that. But when you look at the, 
the pitches this weekend, they might as well have just had United versus Liverpool on at Old Trafford because there was more people at Tesco's trying to ransack the milk aisle, forgetting that, you know, Albert or whatever, who's at 80, needs to fucking drink milk as well. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's mental. So that's a bit off topic from business, but I don't believe anything, it's anything other than, 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 than it's all one. We'll see what happens. I'm uh, cautiously optimistic and let's see where we get. Cool. Well, listen, I guess cautiously optimistic is a perfect time to wrap up. Uh, and as I said at the beginning, uh, once all this is blown over, you and I definitely need to do a, a, another podcast, get, get a couple of hours, because I want to talk all about your story, all about the business, your, your book. We can, we can show it now. Paul's got a book, which now is a great time to be reading books. I actually posted this the other day saying if you want a book to read. Uh, but there is a chapter in there. It's called Get Some Wool on Your Back, isn't there? Oh, really? There is, actually. <laughs> there is. And, uh, yeah, we've got... We've got, we've got enough, and that, that's the other thing I keep saying to people. One, don't panic. Somebody rang me the, three, a week ago. I'm going to lay all my staff off. I'm like, seriously, we don't know what the repercussions are yet. We have no idea what's coming. And as of today, we don't know what's coming tomorrow. So my approach to this is really is, and I'm not good at this, by the way, but I can only take one day at a time right now. The world's moving so quickly. I guess if I had one piece of advice for somebody out there who owns a business, it's don't overreact. Don't jump about. Just take one day at a time because last Friday was was dramatic for so many people. Tonight could be dramatic, dramatic for so many more. And I think the people who show leadership keep a calm head. It's not easy, but you've got to try and take it one day at a time, knock over one hurdle at a time. They're the ones that are going to get through it and come out of it better. 100%. Oh well, listen. I can't. I can't thanks shake for, your hand. Yeah. I can't cuddle you or kiss you. We'll do it you, next time. But we'll, we'll do that next time. But for, right. Paul, thanks for coming, guys. I hope you found that useful. There's lots and lots of of economic, business, and personal nuggets you can have taken from that. Um, so yeah, I'm sending you my love in this time of crisis. But as Paul says, cautious optimism and do whatever you can to be driving forward, whatever that means to you. Whether you're a business owner, an employee, a mother, a brother, a sister, whatever. You know, we're not going to get out of this by pedaling backwards or keep or, or putting our head in the so good luck I'll speak to you soon thank you for listening to the Matt Haycock show for more Matt check out his YouTube channel that's youtube.com forward slash Matt Haycock or go stalk him on Instagram and Twitter the Matt Haycock and we'll see you soon